Which wild player took the biggest step forward this season? The answer may surprise you. We discuss the candidates today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, Wild fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we determine which Wild player took the biggest step forward this season. We discuss, of course, the career years for several Wild players. But look at a couple of guys we didn't really know what to expect from heading into this season. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer and host of Lockdown Wild. Happy to be along with you here on a Monday edition of the show. Today's episode brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. So we had, obviously, a lot of... The Wild had, I should say, a lot of career seasons, a lot of spectacular offensive performances, and uh, some interesting, uh, some interesting defensive performances throughout the year as well. And uh, a couple of them really kind of came out of nowhere. And uh, you know, in terms of which player on this team took what they did last year and really built upon it uh, to uh, put together an impressive campaign that, you know, maybe we didn't expect. We maybe expected some good things, but not to the level of of what the players were able to do. It's interesting that uh, a couple of the candidates were on the, uh, the second line, and actually you could put all three guys from the, uh, the Kevin Fiala line, Kevin Fiala, Matt Boldy, Freddie Goudreau. You could put all three of them in this category in terms of players that uh, took big leaps forward this season. Uh, let's just start with Matt Boldy, for instance. Obviously, last year, um, tore it up in Iowa uh, with a late stint uh, with the Iowa Wild. Tore it up, nearly ended up uh, making it onto the uh, the postseason roster for the Wild last year. There was uh, a lot of discussion as to if Boldy would have been able to help the team um, be able to win that series against the Vegas Golden Knights. You go to this season and is competing with the team in training camp, ends up getting hurt, and um, is not able to be part of the team right away. Once Boldy gets here, though, we saw the impact that that had. And I think based off of his performance with the Iowa Wild last year, I think the assumption was that the NHL spotlight would not be too bright for uh, for Boldy. But I don't know if anyone expected his numbers to uh, to be 
where they were at this season. And uh, just really impressive in and of themselves. Um, ended up uh, almost being a uh, point-per-game player. He ended up with 39 points in 47 games, 15 goals. So a little over half a season and really on track to be uh, somewhere around a 70-point player, which as a 20-year-old rookie, it's not something you expect to see every day. And so the expectations for Boldy, I think, was, was coming into the year was that he would come up to the NHL level, would look comfortable, and would uh, would be a player that would take one of those roster spots and um, would really never let it go. And he took that expectation and exceeded it to the point where he became you know, one of the focal points and the fixtures of the wild offense and will be even more of that going forward. So you can say that Matt Boldy certainly uh, took a huge leap forward this year and um, really exceeded the expectations for him coming into the season. But what about his center, Freddie Goudreau? I mean, you, you look at what Goudreau did this season and uh, being able to step onto that second line after being a wing to start the season ended up finding a home as the center for that second line and ended up having just an amazing career season for the uh, the Minnesota Wild this year. Uh, and really his most extended playing time since a 55-game stint with the Nashville Predators back in 2018-2019. Got into 19 games last year with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Comes over to the Minnesota Wild this year, plays in 76. He was a 10-point player in uh, those 19 games and you know some of the underlying stats for Goudreau were good heading into this year but I don't know if anybody expected him to be a uh, a top six center and ultimately whether or not that is his um, logical fit that's uh, that's another question entirely but a guy who certainly kept, held his own and contributed in it was more than just simply a placeholder on that second line was uh, was great um, as kind of that third option of that trio. The fourteen goals, thirty assists. It, it was not something I don't. I think and I don't know if anybody expected Freddie Goudreau to uh, put up those types of numbers was expected that he would be more of kind of a bottom six guy, a better defensive player than he was offensively. And he just, he, he took off as the season rolled along. And as that uh, Boldy and Fiala connection came together, it seemed as though he uh, really was, was doing some of his best work as the season progressed. And so I think if you're going to have a conversation about players that took the biggest step forward, Freddie Goudreau has got to be near the top of the list because I just I don't know what was truly expected of him coming into this season. And you look, and he is a, a guy who gave you 44 points. So I, I think based off of the performances from that second line, 
I think you'd have to say Matt Boldy and Freddie Goudreau are both up there in terms of uh, really exceeding the expectations that were put on them coming into this season. Now, that's not to say some of the other guys on the team that had career years didn't also exceed expectations. And so we'll uh, we'll run through some of the other candidates as well as uh, we dive into which wild player took the biggest step forward this season. More of that to come here on Locked on Wild. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because let's be honest, nobody has time to get up in the morning, put all of those different vitamins and supplements out on the table, figure out which ones you have to take that day, and uh, try to put them in with your breakfast. It's just, it's too tedious of a process. And so with just one delicious scoop of AG1, you cut all of that out and you are ingesting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Everything you could possibly want. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro-habit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And with over 7,000 five-star reviews, there are plenty of others who have already had great success with Athletic Greens. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs on your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, and once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Listeners, we have a small favor to ask. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Lockdown podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Lockdown podcasts. So head to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey right now to get things started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, again, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, and thank you, as always, for your help in this survey. Players that took a big step forward for the Wild this season, we couldn't put this list together without, of course, talking about um, the things that Kirill Kaprizov was able to uh, able to do this season. I mean, he shattered every record that the Wild had coming into this season. Points, goals, assists, even strength, on and on and on and on down the list. And I think I'm going to mention Kaprizov on this list because of a different reason than some of these other guys. Because 
with Kirill, I think it was expected that he was going to be the far and away number one option for this team. So, yes, his 108-point season was obviously supremely impressive. And uh, there really aren't enough words to describe the things that we saw him do throughout uh, the course of this season. But Kirill, I think, definitely took a leap forward because you saw him in the postseason really take ownership of this team. You saw him really rise to the occasion and in a couple of different games try to single-handedly will this team past the St. Louis Blues. Now, in one instance, he was able to with the hat trick. And uh, in a uh, the other instance, in which he had the two power play goals within like a, a minute span, um, tried his best to will the team, despite the team overall not playing their best, tried to will them past the Blues in that instance. Now, that one didn't work out well, but... I think we have to take that into consideration because we've, we've seen so many times where a a spotlight shines brightly on a particular player and they don't live up to that moment or they, the spotlight is a little too bright. Not for Kirill. And so we saw all the scoring last year. We saw him really open up his his bag of tricks, win the Calder Trophy, and uh, coming into this season, the expectations were that he was going to be you know, a 30-goal, somewhere around an 80- or 90-point guy. He exceeded all of that in a big way. But I think the thing that sticks with me most is that he just took charge in the postseason. And so Kirill's got to be on this list because... We're seeing a guy who really understands that this is his team and that uh, there are going to be moments where he's going to have to step up and do things himself. And so um, he got the, Kirill got the message. And so uh, I think that performance needs to be taken into consideration on this list as well. Now, the other guys that you have that uh, are candidates for the player that took the biggest leap forward this year, you've got Kevin Fiala, of course. We knew coming into the season that Fiala was a capable scorer, a guy who could get you somewhere between 25 and 30 goals and be somewhere around a you know 55 to 65-point scorer and was going to give you a couple of instances of uh, really putting the team on his back. So 25 to 30 goals. He had uh, more. He exceeded that range. 55 to 65 points. He exceeded that range. Uh, a guy who put the team on his back for uh, various stretches of play. Check mark there. So Fiala checked a lot of boxes this year, and we saw some things with Fiala this year that we hadn't seen in previous seasons. Uh, some of his ability to contribute more on special teams was always a kind of a power play two guy, and that was pretty much it. Um, got some time on power play one this year. Got some time on the penalty kill this year. And so you've got Fiala, who added a lot of tools to his arsenal this season, in addition to the dynamic scoring and uh, a player that um, 
player that, you know, just second half of the season was just on an absolute tear for this team until we got to the postseason. And so Fiala took some steps forward in terms of what he was able to do during the season, but again, come postseason time, uh, was not really much of a factor in that uh, series against the Blues. So a step forward, yes, but uh, not as big of a step forward as some of these other names on the list because of um, you got to put him behind Kirill for sure. And uh, just because of Fiala, you know, we had the expectations for Fiala coming into this season that he would be the uh, number two scorer on this team. And he did that. He did exceed it, but then wasn't there come the postseason. And so, you know, those, uh, that was probably one of the other big ones. Those are two of the other big ones. Uh, and then, of course, you have the other guys who chipped in career seasons. Um, Ryan Hartman, who uh, had a career season all across the board. And, um, you know, coming into this season, it, it wasn't really, we weren't really sure what to expect from Hartman that much either, because at the beginning of the year, he was not the number one center for this team. And so he exceeded expectations by sliding into that spot. So Hartman exceeding his expectations, Marcus Felino exceeding his expectations, um, by adding the goals to what he already does for this team. With Matt Zuccarello, you know, he did end up with a career high in points. So I think uh, exceeding expect expectations for what um, what he was able to do, for the most part, you know, we, we saw this at points last year with him when he was paired up with Kirill Kaprizov. And so... Uh, Zuccarello, you know, kind of finding a different gear for it. So I would put his, I don't want to say lower, but I, I think there was a little bit of an expectation for uh, Zuccarello coming into this season that he would build off of what he was able to do last year. Um, and so I, I would put... I would put his a little bit more towards the middle of the pack. I mean, um, just because we, we saw some of that chemistry with Kaprizov. And so we kind of expected that that would continue here this season. Now, guys like Jewel Erickson Eck, um, building off of what he did last year and um, adding to that. So he exceeded his expectations uh, for this season. Um and, and built off of what he was able to do last year. So, again, a lot of players that uh, are candidates for the player that took the, uh, the biggest leap forward. But really, in my mind, there's only one choice for uh, this one. And so uh, we'll reveal who is the wild player that took the biggest leap forward when we finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA championship, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, 
Major League Baseball, and of course the latest fighting news from the MMA to UFC and boxing as well. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all that and more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Player for the Minnesota Wild who took the biggest step forward this year, and ladies and gentlemen, the answer is Freddie Goudreau because I, I don't think there was really any sort of expectation offensively as to uh, what to expect from Goudreau heading into this season. And as we alluded to, he started the season as a wing, was um, was on that third-line pairing with Kevin Fiala and um, Victor Rask for a while before Rask ended up getting sent down to Iowa. And once Matt Boldy came up, that trio formed. Goudreau was the center for that team. And like I said, his play just took off. And so some of the success can certainly be attributed to um, Boldy and Fiala being his line mates and taking a ton of scoring opportunities and setting him up for some good ones himself. And so, yes, some of that has to factor in. But at the same time, if Goudreau didn't play well himself, he would not have been on that line. There would have been somebody else that would have stepped in uh, to play that spot. And so Goudreau played well enough to keep that center spot on that Fiala line. And so, you know, when he was brought in by the Minnesota Wilds, you expected that you were getting a guy who could give you some pretty good defense and uh, was a guy who could maybe help out a little bit on special teams as well. And he turned into a really good option at center for this team down the stretch. Now, how does that factor in going into next season? Well, if it ends up that Marco Rossi ends up being the center for that line, he'll probably be shifted back to a wing. But he showed that you know we, we talk about this notion of, of not just being kind of a placeholder on that line, much like Victor Rask was for Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello. For whatever reason, it, it worked for a while. But we talk about just not being kind of a placeholder on those spots and contributing. And Goudreau certainly did that. And so we, we go from having kind of this unknown guy that is expected to be like a bottom six winger to now I think he is pretty firmly entrenched in uh, what this team is doing moving forward. He's signed to a relatively cheap contract, and uh, I think Bill Guerin is thrilled with the way that he performed uh, in this season, and uh, the hope is that he will be able to take what he did this year and build off of it going into next season. Now, that might not mean... That might not mean that he scores, you know, 20, 25 goals, but even if he is somewhere between 10 and 15 and uh, is, 
somewhere around a 30 or 40 point guy, but also gives you that good defense and allows Marco Rossi and uh, Matt Boldy to freely roam a little bit more, then that ends up working out great. And so all these other things considered, I think Freddie Goudreau is the player for the wild that took the biggest step forward because I just, I don't think there were any expectations really as to what he was going to be able to bring to this team offensively. Um, and he, he more than held his own as uh, one of the members of that line that just absolutely caught fire down the, uh, the stretch in the final handful of games of the season. So um, I, I think that uh, I think that's my pick. And so congrats to Freddie Goudreau, the Wild, um, nominated for a few awards as they uh, continue to um, trickle out here. The Selkie Trophy was uh, was announced over the weekend, as was the Jack Adams Award. Uh, Dean Evison getting, um, I believe, fourth in the voting in the uh, in in that race uh, behind, of course, Daryl Sutter, who ended up winning, and uh, Marcus Foligno and Jewel Erickson Eck getting some love for the Selkie Trophy as well. Not winning, obviously, but uh, still getting some recognition. And if there was a if there was a player who took the biggest leap forward, such as most improved, um, then for the Wild, I would think Freddie Goudreau would uh, would get that award. So that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast. Locked on NHL covers the playoffs like no other show does. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. Locked on NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just like Locked on Wild, free everywhere and available anytime you want to listen. So make sure to check us out, follow and subscribe to stay up to date on all things Minnesota Wild throughout the rest of the offseason. Locked on Wild is keeping you up to date every Monday through Friday with brand new episodes as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.